guest for this show is Birdie G. She's the vocalist and guitarist for the duo Sweetie. They have been uh, lighting up stages around the city and suburbs since 2019. Their sound is best described as a sonic cocktail of punk, garage rock, a balance with a drop of blues. can draw references from the likes of The Distillers, Misfits, and The Cramps. The track we just heard to kick off tonight's episode is Danny Boy from their 2020 EP, Bad Thing, Sweet Thing. And now let's find out a little bit more about what Sweetie has been up to in the last few years, especially during the pandemic, and really what's in the name. It was it was just one of those, you know, I was thinking through band names and it just yeah. sort of popped into my head. Um, I can I can, um, you know, think like 
a million different ways that I can associate it, but yeah. it, it literally just sort of came out of nowhere. And I was like, Oh, I love that. And I texted Joe and I was like, what do you yeah. think? Like, That's it. <laughs> I had so, one, my grandmother is one of those people, you know, the old ladies who used to call everybody sweetie. Yeah, my aunt does too. <laughs> and and it, and it has all kinds of different contexts to it because it's not mm-hmm. necessarily a compliment. Absolutely, yeah. It depends like, on how it's used. Uh-huh. You know? I think, um, yeah. especially, I like the, right. the duality of like a band yeah. called Sweetie, but also kind of like yeah. the, just my vocal stylings being a little bit harsher yeah. sometimes yeah you have like a, a little rawness to it which is cool you know it's mm-hmm. just it's not just a sweet saccharine thing there's very melodic stuff but then there's this kind of like i don't want to say guttural but like um yeah there's there's a little bit of an edge to it too and like just some real um you know oomph you know so thank you <laughs> yeah it's it's a it's a it's a cool name too it's just i mean for me that immediate association of my grandmother who was one never to mince words with people and she was always to the point but when she called somebody sweetie, you need really understanding the context of what she was calling somebody sweetie and kind of mm-hmm. like what the tone was. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh-huh. I got called sweetie when I was a kid, but I was the grandchild. My dad mm-hmm. would get called sweetie. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, the video. So I have like, what, five seconds of that that you had on your Instagram feed. And it's like this really cool sort of like devilly satanic imagery and this like really like like juicy blood red kind of um, wash on it. So, yeah, let's For talk sure. about how you came up with it. Yeah. Awesome. OK, so um, uh, this started, uh, let's say, back in June uh, last year. Um uh our band sweetie is the house band for a drag show and comedy show out in um aurora at the comedy shrine it's called tea time okay and the first tea time that we played um there was a drag performer there by the name of cindy vicious and so and that was actually like um her last show she ended up like taking a break that she's still on right now excuse me um, from drag, but, um, and so I'll refer to her with her boy name now. So, uh, cause it ended up being, uh, this guy named shaman. He reached out to me, uh, after the show, like, you know, sweetie played a punk set at this and he did a drag performance. Um, and he reached out to me saying, you know, I'm taking a break from drag, but I want to keep working on other creative areas. I have an idea for a music video for your song, devil girl, um can I pitch it to you and I said absolutely and like um I had had a couple of ideas for what I wanted a music video for devil girl look like and when he approached me with these ideas it was like that's it like bingo um and he um because I knew I wanted I was kind of thinking like it would be fun to have drag performers in this um and I had kind of had a visual idea of what I wanted it to look like but he came to me with kind of like a completed idea and like oh, oh wow connection wow. yeah and like connections with like he had like a list of queens and his or uh, drag performers in his mind that he wanted to incorporate and pretty much like a whole story um built out in his mind so when he approached me with this it was like absolutely let's do this um we've done it with no budget um yeah we started working back in I think um August is when we got together to like just sort of like verbally storyboard it together um 
And then we first started filming in November. Um, and so he had a lot of uh, connections in the drag community. He's got like thousands of drag children, not thousands, but you know, he's right. got, he's been he's got a lot of, sure. you know, yeah. he's got a lot of drag children that, and like people he's worked with closely that he wanted to incorporate in the video that we've gotten to work with. Um, and there were a lot of hiccups that happened, um, like with COVID and him and I have been joking that like, um, this has been like a cursed film. Like, you know how like the exorcist and poltergeist were like, oh, now the devil right. girl video is going to, it's a cursed right. music video just because of, you know, like, um, a couple of the Queens on their way to the first video shoot, um, like end up not being able to make it. Cause they like popped a tire. Cause they hit a raccoon with their car. And then oh my. Like, I know just like all this stuff keeps happening, like kind of like all these hiccups um, in the way of filming recently, he just had like a horrible water leak in his apartment and he's been filming in his apartment. Um, okay. So like the landlord came in and like cut a gigantic hole in the wall. And so he messaged me. Of course, he's like, right. Yeah, of course. And he's, you know, and he's moving in like, he's actually moving the day of the premiere. So like, it's just right. like one thing after another, like, like this, I think this truly may be like a cursed, a cursed film, but, um, the music video parts done and he just finished shooting the short film part. So, um, originally he said, um, that he wanted to, um, just do the music video, but then as it grew a little bit, um, he wanted to do sort of like a short film part that like told a story and led into the music video. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. And so, um, which I don't know if that would have happened if we hadn't had to have postponed the premiere show because of COVID. So right. like, it was sort of a blessing in disguise that we had to like push this back and it gave us a little bit more time to film and add to it creatively. But um, yeah, that's, that's where we're at. That's cool. So yeah, the idea that needed to marinate or um, like with wine, it needed to age a little bit and then kind of develop in this now this film Mm-hmm. um that's that's really really cool um and it's it's awesome that somebody came to you with this idea kind of fully formed it wasn't you kind of were scrambling or hey let's just have this goofy idea for a video and i'm not saying this is goofy but like you're grabbing at an idea to like to produce a video but it's really somebody came to you wanted to work with you to make mm-hmm. this video and yeah i mean after like reviewing it too i, I really i mean top to bottom it, it's really high quality looking work i mean it has like a nice diy aesthetic to it um but it's just it's well done and, and it's like very enjoyable with just kind of the the movement of what's going on with everybody in the scene with the dancers the queens and such and it, it's mm-hmm. just really well done in terms of how the shots are put together so um mm-hmm. good job I've with been, that right. yeah he so him and I have like ended up becoming really close friends as we've worked on this. He's kind of we refer to him as the band momager now just because he's like right. um it's been so fun to like creatively yeah. brainstorm on because we've sort of branched out from this video and it's um he's just been giving me ideas for a bunch of other things and working with shaman has been like he's just he's uh he's just so he's got just like a really amazing creative vision that's been like so much fun to work with we'll take a quick break and spin up another track let's take a listen to the the song in question here uh for this really badass video which will be dropping this week this is devil girl by sweetie devil girl take 
he have like a background in doing film or video work or so he did um let's see well he did drag for i think let's see he started when he was like 16 uh i want to say about eight years of like pretty solidly doing drag um and so he ran um a drag show at uh liars club called dragzilla and um yeah, so that was him. Him and um, him and Lucille Fofer, who's also in the video, they ran Dragzilla together. And um, so he, when COVID hit, um, he did Dragzilla TV, and so he, okay. um, he, yeah, he put that together. I've seen, and he's done like I think like lip sync videos. I saw when uh, for like his drag persona, Cindy Vicious did like um, you know. Ex- messing around with film and videography like that. But um, I think this is the first time he's done like a music video for a band. Right. Um, And I think he's experimented with film a little bit before, but it's just been really cool watching him kind of like stretch his wings a little bit creatively with all this stuff. Um, Just because it's like, Oh, like shit, you have a vision, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, that, that sounds awesome. I mean, yeah, the whole thing visually is just really well put together. Um, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it does look like something you, you'd see on, you know, I, I probably, you know, looking at this with an older pair of eyes. So you definitely see that on AT, uh, uh, MTV versus something, you know, it's just some band just threw up on YouTube. So like I said, mm-hmm. really well done. I think it really speaks a lot to also your band's uh, identity. Uh, you know, that's really front and present and, you know, it just, it lo- it's just really well done. Um, so with the film, I'm just kind of curious, are you, you guys involved with uh, the sort of the storyline with that as well? Or are you just really just kind of the impetus with the video is where you guys are? I think kind of like the theme of the song is like what motivated the story of the okay. short film. Right. Um, and so we're not in the short film, but it okay. like, um, it like, the story of that short film leads uh this girl to find like a cursed tape um and then that ties into the music video which like so they like they flow together as one story and they can be looked at in separate pieces but also they fit together as one part he, he literally just video called me i had to ignore it but he said he Hey, I just want to quickly show you the first edited scene in the short film. So like, Oh, wow. I know. And I have to really dedicate. Like, oh, yeah. Right. Literally yeah. talking about you in a music in an interview right now. So, right. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's cool that the, the whole thing with being able to connect with the drag community too, that, that, that mm-hmm. aspect of the LGBTQ community and being able to tap into that performance as, as a group Um I would imagine it opens up some very different doors for your band. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, but it's more in the sense of like kind of what, you know, Sweetie is doing. I mean, the video, um, you know, I think we have a good segment on that. Um, you really explained it well. Um, and we'll definitely, you know, continue to hype that. Um, I, don't, I don't, there's really not much else for me for, me for that particular subject area to kind of talk mm-hmm. about. I, I think you've really explained it well. Um, you know, but like being able to work with that part of the community, um, as a performer, like, um, what is that like in terms of that versus 
just working, you know, put, put, looking at it from a regular musician who's just booking shows at venues around the city or in the suburbs, you know, has that kind of changed anything for you guys as a you know, performing band in the area? Um, I think, uh, well, so when we were offered the spot on tea time, which is the, yeah. like the queer comedy and drag, yeah, like I looked at my partner and I was like, I didn't know that this was like my goal with the band, but like, here it is. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Like the idea of like playing at a drag show, I was like, oh, absolutely. Just because I'm like such a big fan of drag and like, yeah. Um, also, looks- I've noticed the um, like working with Shaman, he's been sort of like, um, I guess, like add it, helping me add drag to Sweetie and to like the stage element of that, which um, has sort of elevated a little bit. And um, just sort of like dabbling in that world myself has been like really a lot of fun and it's made it like, I don't, I, I, it's just like made it so much more fun. Cause like, especially when I was a little kid, um, I was like obsessed with dress up and then like that sort of died because I had like a big tomboy phase starting when I was like nine and continuing on in my thirties. So sort of like tapping into that, but also, um, yeah, just kind of like dragging up sweetie itself has been like a treat. Um, but also I've noticed, um, especially as like a female musician, um, sometimes the, uh, sometimes the venues that I get booked at or the bills that I get added to, um, are very male based and, uh, it's like very like dude bro ish. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like I'll, you know, get touched when I don't want to, I'll get talked down to or hit on like at shows where I'm playing and, um, to the point where it's like, you know, there have been times when I'm like, should I stop doing this? Cause I get so like frustrated and upset by it. And I've, um, now that like working and playing at like drag shows and like working, you don't have to deal with that. Right. Yeah. It's like working with queer audiences has been like so much more like rewarding and fun and um like we recently opened up for um we did a set before rocky horror picture show oh cool and which like yeah yeah, which was another one of those like i didn't know this is like what i really wanted but absolutely like um so just kind of like finding the things that i really enjoy like i love drag i love rocky horror picture show and being like hey like can my band come play and they're usually like absolutely um well, and also helped because uh, two of the cast members um, on the Rocky Horror Picture Show cast that I played at, they're in the music video. Oh, great. And so we'd work together a little bit. And so I reached out to them, was like, hey, do you think this is something that we might be able to pull off? And they're like, absolutely, let's make it happen. So, yeah, um, yeah just it's just been like a lot of fun. I mean, if I only ever played drag shows for the rest of like my music career, I'd be like totally fine with that. Yeah. I love yeah. working with them. Yeah. It, I mean, going back to, cause that, that's a huge thing right there dealing with um, kind of the sexual harassment in the mm-hmm. music industry, just playing regular shows with dudes and, you know, being the more like regular show male dominated industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that. A number of times I, I had a band, we had a female vocalist, and it was such a pain in the ass how much that was tied into booking a show. Mm-hmm. You know, or we, we just flat out turned down different promoters or different talent buyers because it's like, look, man, she's our vocalist. Mm-hmm. That's it. She's a member of the band, just like anybody else. 
Like, and it's not about her tits or her ass. It's like, yeah, let's get past this. I mean, this was 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And my mom back in the day um, used to play out. She was a vocalist and guitar player back in like the late seventies and early days. I mean, she had so many, so many stories about this stuff when I was growing up of, mm-hmm. you know, all the shit she put up with. And it's like, okay, here we are 40 years later. Yeah. And it, it's still bad. I mean, and that's, that's just, a, that's, that's awful. But it's cool that you're able to now go into a venue and play with these performers. And it's all about the fun and the performance is what mm-hmm. it should be. You don't have this other layer of insecurity you have to deal with. I'm like, am I going to be attacked? Am I going to be, you know, deal with some asshole, you know, or, mm-hmm. or any of that stuff. So I, you know, my hat's off to you for that and being able to find a, a group of people who, who you can make art with, but you can also just kind of fully be yourself around too and not have mm-hmm. to worry about any of that. So, so that's great. Yeah, it's just been it's it definitely feels like very supportive, like yeah. working in those spaces. Yes, um, which I've really enjoyed, and it's like so. Uh, um, I haven't really had issues with like bookers or anything like that, but a lot of times it's like fans in the audience. Yeah. Um, that aren't there for my band, but um, right. just right. honestly, like that, you know, it all it takes for me is that one interaction after a show, and, and it, it kind of crushes me. Yeah, yeah, it crushes me for a bit. Yeah. And I think it feels a little bit different too, because um, like as a female in a band, I feel like a lot of other women I know have a little bit bigger bands uh, to sort of kind of cushion them. Yeah. Whereas Sweetie's just a two piece. Yeah. And um, you're kind of the focal point of the band. So mm-hmm. everything just all eyes are on you and all comments and et cetera, you know, cause the mm-hmm. drummer's always in the background anyways. Yeah. So. And it's kind of odd yeah. because like my, you know, I worked in the auto world for a little while. Um, right. Like my first job was at Jiffy Lube and uh-huh. I went, you know, I went to tech school in high school and worked at parts stores. And so like, I'm not, right. I'm not a stranger to like male dominated areas Right. But somehow dealing with like mechanics and that scene was like easier for me to navigate and less, they were um, less frustrating. Yeah. Less frustrating yeah. than like some of the right. men at these venues. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. But um, yeah, I think definitely working in these queer spaces has been um, really eye opening and helpful. And it's, yeah, you know, yeah. cause our, our, we started the band off, um, in may of 2019 and kind of as we were slowly starting to like (laughs) get off the ground covid COVID, right so we're still sort of figuring out like what venues do we enjoy playing at what uh what bands do we like playing with um what are what feels safe for us to play at and different things like that absolutely it's where while it feels like it's we're we've kind of been at the game for a little while uh, there's still a lot of things i'm learning within the scene yeah Mm-hmm. one other thing um and th- this is more about the scene in general right now and i, I do want to say this is probably a generational thing um mm-hmm. since i rebooted doing this um in 2020 myself um and, and looking at sort of the bands that are coming up now yourself included the attitude is so much better about just people not being dicks and people mm-hmm. being accepting of people's you know expressful modes of expression whether they're not gender non-conforming whether they're queer 
mm-hmm. um, whether it's a band that has a female in it, and you mm-hmm. can just look at them as um, just somebody who's performing their art, you know. Yeah. Um, but I've I've seen that come out so so and so much, and the, the younger generation is kind of coming forward, and that that actually makes me happy. Um, and seeing some of these bills now too that uh, you know they're coming across my feed. Um, it, it just wasn't something when I was coming up 25 years ago as a musician, everything was still pretty, pretty rough. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, or it was under really, really underground or there just wasn't a space for any of this, you know? Yeah. So um, I think this is a good time as a musician, especially here in Chicago too, for that to kind of bring about that change. So hopefully um, some of these older ideas about chill business and entertainment and uh, performance art, you know, can sort of die out or mm-hmm. fade away, you know. kind of all those like psych- psychological logistics of like regular show stuff kind of melts away and it's just really about the performance again which is really mm-hmm. fantastic i think so, that's yeah. why i've liked working with other performers because we all sort of like right. it's like we bring like i expose our fans to them and they expose their fans to us and it's so not it's just about a rock show right yeah yeah and you, i kind of like that like yeah. tea time sort of opened up my eyes to like kind of mixing those um different kinds of performing arts together right um which you know kind of adds that extra i guess it like goes back to could you say like vaudeville almost yeah or, yeah, yeah. yeah which um which i really enjoy 
you know, yeah. having like comedy and then drag and then some music and then some more drag and right. Yeah. It's, but it's a lot of fun doing those. So that's something I kind of want to look more into in the future. Absolutely. Oh, your badass t-shirts. Tell, tell me about, <laughs> tell me about your badass merch that I've been seeing on my feed lately. Um, I'm going to oh, actually so, get a search. So yeah. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, are you talking about like the white shirt with the lips on it? Yeah. 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 Oh, so that one. Um, so my drummer, Joe, his girlfriend is, um, like a really phenomenal graphic designer. Like she's like, Did she come like with your she, logo. She, yeah, she made that logo for us. Yeah. That's, that's so um, cool. Yeah. Like she's, what did she do? Um, what was that movie called last night in Soho? She okay. did graphics for that. Um, like, I don't know if you saw that movie. Um, but like, you know, I was watching it when it first came out and I, like, I paused it to take pictures of like, cause she like made the newspaper articles that were in that movie. Oh, wow. I was like, Oh my God, you made, you know, and there's that is so cool close-ups on a lot of them. She did work on like the witches. Um, she like designed all the fake cookbooks that they have in the background. So like, she's like, you know, she has an IMDB page. Right. Um, so like her, you know, she, and she'll make little things for us for the band. And so that's been like, did she do awesome. all, all the stuff with like your photography too? Cause my, no, my, my so introduction. Okay. That's somebody else. The, yeah. The, that's been shaman. The, uh, the guys did our video. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, the other shirts he did, he did the shirts that have me and Joe on them. Like the one right. with the barbed wire and the devil girl one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, pretty much all of our photography, recently has been um done by him yeah and yeah and so like he does a lot of work with drag performers um and he's also now starting to like branch out and working with bands but he's just like really multi-talented when it comes to all of that stuff absolutely yeah Yeah, so i can't like you know highly i i just want to kind of promo him a lot because he's got such a cool eye and really good with lighting and stuff like that and color um yeah. yeah it just makes it look really neat yeah that's the one thing i want to ask about too because like i think the first time like you sent in a submission for your band a year ago and like the picture popped up i'm like oh that's dope you know just how it was like set up and just how vivid the colors were and just how co- like well composed it was and this is the kind of stuff I, I talk about with bands. Some bands pay attention to it. Some bands don't. But that's the stuff where people are kind of endlessly scrolling on social media. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you want to get that thing that's going to make them stop and click or read, mm-hmm. you know. And you guys have that going on for you. And it's just such a one of the things that made me want to learn more about your band as well. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's just some really good stuff. Um, so that that's awesome. And uh, so Liars Club, April 16th. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a good time. And then the, the video goes up that day as well. People will be able to check it out on all the little channels. Um, We're going to, um, so it's the video is going to premiere at Liars Club on the 16th. And then, okay. it, will be, and then it will be available the following day um, or, yeah. to the public. Yep. The following day on Easter. Okay. Oh, wow. That's clever. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were bummed we had to push it back but I was like we can release it on Easter and show right <laughs> it's, it's a sweetie right mm-hmm. it's, it's like a, it's a little Easter egg treat right that's mm-hmm. awesome oh well because of the the devil girl thing being and ex- that, that makes it even better right uh-huh. yeah <laughs> that, that that that's brilliant so mm-hmm. um 
Well, Bertie, it was great chatting with you. Uh, good luck with the show. Uh, unfortunately for me, I'm actually going to be out of town. My son is uh, visiting colleges um, and mm-hmm. he has, we have to drive up to Michigan that weekend, but I do want to catch you guys soon. Uh, let me say that again. I do want to catch you guys soon. <laughs> the, uh, cough syrup is starting to affect me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, you go for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a good really for you. Yeah, so. yeah oh yeah. I'm go to sleep. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I definitely want to pick up a shirt. So, uh, so yeah, great stuff. Um, good luck with the release and great chatting you. with you. Again, with the show information for Sweetie's uh, Devil Girl video premiere, that's going to be at Liars Club on Fullerton, Saturday, April 16th. Uh, they're going to be playing with Won't Stay Dead, and there's also going to be a drag show by uh, hosted by Lucille Fofer. If you dig what Sweetie is doing sound-wise, check them out, osweetie.bandcamp.com. Links are going to be on their feature at rockinchicago.org with this episode. And also check out the uh, really killer playlist that Birdie did, uh, featuring a lot of really great talent from our scene here in Chicago. Uh, That'll be up on Spotify and also YouTube. And uh, there's also a feature uh, that we uh, have as a companion to this with 10 bands from our area that she really likes, some of her compadres and friends that are also out there. So um, that's kind of what it's about. Again, it's about our community. And uh, just remember, uh, be kind. We're going to close things out with this show with one more track from Sweetie. This is off of their EP. This one is called Mama. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good night.
Let me be you. 